Are you okay, Juliet? Juliet, speak to me. You're talking. So, what's wrong with that? When did you start talking? I've always talked. Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. First, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. I hope you enjoyed last week's interview with sound mixer extraordinaire audio Andy, his stories from Capitol Records, going from Green Bay to Hollywood, and of course, working on the David Dakota movies, or should I say Mary Crawford, the director of A Talking Cat, and this week's sequel, A Talking Pony. Whew. Before we, all right, before we, I'm not going to horse around right now. We're just going to get right into it. I got to introduce you to my partner in this sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? Well, I was doing fine until I had to stay up late last night to watch this. I don't even want to call it a movie. I don't know if it's a documentary. I don't know if it's afternoon special. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. My question is, and I know we have a guest did he do something wrong to you that you made him watch this movie? Uh, uh, no, he did not. But I can tell you, I'm going to say hot take right now. This movie wasn't that bad. Oh, okay. What? All right. Okay. All right. I, that what that you just heard <laughs> is our guest. He has, he's played with dolls when we talked child play three. He also took Manhattan for five minutes with Jason when we did Friday the 13th part eight. And also he discussed probably the most troubling movie we ever covered where John Voight wants to put kids in concentration camps. We talked baby geniuses too. Of course, I'm talking about Tommy Kazula. Tommy, how you doing? Oh man, I was doing a lot better. Just like, just like Jamie was saying before I watched this movie, uh, super babies was a pleasure to watch. <laughs> compared to this and i i don't know i guess you liked it but tom serious what did you do what did you do to doug that he made you guess because i mean we have a lot of movies coming up i mean you he could have asked you to you know pick any movie that we have and a lot of good ones coming up why he picked you for this one i don't know so you must have done something it's my fault uh i asked him you know can i get more involved and that this is what i get you know (laughs) All right, fine, guys. I'll tell you before we start. I'll I'll tell you right now. I have one problem with this movie. One it shouldn't be what? one. One. It shouldn't be called a talking pony. Okay, that's okay. So hundred um, percent. You know, first of all, there's no pony in this movie. So the fact that it's a <laughs> it's a talking horse. Talking horse is the title. It's actually the later title, the working title after the movie. But continue. No, no, it's so uh, that was like, okay, I have a lot of complaints about this movie. I mean, a lot. And that's again, Doug hit it right away. It's called a talking pony with, you know, the question mark and an exclamation point. Um, and Tarabang. But it's a horse. But it's a horse. It's a horse. I mean, there's a big difference. There's a big difference between a pony and a horse. Of course. Uh, Well, don't start that. and, (laughs) And they all say it. They all say. It's a talking horse. Almost every character, well, four of the characters in the movie, and the horse himself, Horatio, he says it himself, I'm a talking horse. And I'm like, where the hell did they get pony? Did somebody own the rights to a talking horse? The only thing I have is whoever wrote the title, maybe they weren't sure because there's a question mark. Talking pony, 
with a question mark. So maybe they didn't know, you know, they're not a horse or a pony expert and they, they leave it for the audience to figure out. But they didn't know loudly. They were screaming it. A talking <laughs> pony? Uh, okay. So before we get even like, I'm going to say this right off the bat. This movie has very little to do with a talking horse. Of course. I, I don't think I didn't even mean it, that, but no, but it, it really there's really the whole point of this movie of the title really means nothing in this whole movie. No, the horse really doesn't help at all. No, it goes nowhere. It goes absolutely nowhere. It doesn't affect the conflict. Anything no. doesn't fix anything. Nothing. And and, you know, you know what the rating is for this movie? Probably too low. Well, I don't mean like Rotten Tomatoes ratings because, I mean, I'm sure it's near the bottom. I don't know. I don't know what the rating is, but Son of the Mask to me is better than this. And that's saying a lot. Uh, but it's seven plus. Where? It says it right in the beginning of the movie. For audience is seven plus. So if you're oh, six, yeah. it's way too advanced for you. But seven's <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, it is called the fun family features. That's a bold statement. And the name of your title company, it's like a movie's called Great Horror. It's like, okay, asshole, you better deliver. <laughs> and I'm telling you, this is a family movie. I would let my daughter watch, and it was fun. Wait a second. Hold on. There's also a lot of innuendos in this movie. A lot. Okay. So I'm not sure if it's seven plus. It should might have to be a little uh, little higher than seven. And you have to understand gambling too. Wait, was that really gambling that we watched? I mean, it was more like taking advantage of people that are just have a lower IQ. They had brain damage, and and it proves later. We'll get into like how much brain. Let's well, let's get into the movie. Let's actually get into it. (laughs) Let's let's jump on the horse and just go through the gate and get started. So okay, hold on. Before we go further, okay, there are plenty of horse jokes in the movie. I don't know if we need as many. Horse jokes as you're doing this review. <laughs> the of course is going to be throughout the whole review. Okay. So oh, wait, real yes. quick. Sorry. One star, Amazon Prime. 3.5 out of five on Netflix. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm canceling Netflix now because it, it, it was for Amazon Prime, it's one star too many. Wow. I don't know. I no, do you, wait, wait a second. No, I'm gonna, before, I mean, we're gonna really going to dive into this, but you really can sit here and say that you'd like this movie. I can say I laughed, and I really laughed, not in the fact of maybe because I went into the movie. I watched some of The Talking Cat after How Did This Get Made did it, and then that's what prompted us to reach out to people, and we connected with Audio Andy. But I watched that movie, and it was like, oh, that's really – that was bad. bad. Okay. This movie, I really laughed. Like, so in my, if you're watching a video, but I'll describe it. The fact that a guy that's kind of a, a kid acting legend, uh, the voice of Horatio, I, that's the only guy, uh, Jonathan Whitaker. Yeah. Dude, he was Sid from Sid the Sea Monster. What? Well, I think Sid had better special effects than, than what was going on in this movie. Okay. And, and, and here, okay. So this is considered a movie and the movie is an hour and a half long. 
if you take out every montage and nature shot and shot of the horse, you probably are down to a 30 minute movie. Okay. I see that's, I'll see. I'll, I'll mention it now. I, we usually talk about it at the end. I would say if this movie was cut down, it could be a perfect hour, like ABC family movie. Well, again, it wouldn't be perfect. It would be, it would be, well, let's get into the movie. So I love title sequences, as you know, and how troubling this was Munchie esque in the horse run. And it was like, not really running. It was just like two shots of a drawing of a horse. And they (laughs) just had hoof sounds over and over again. (laughs) There's a lot of loops in this movie. So like the horse sound, (laughs) There's a lot of loops <laughs> in this movie. It, 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 and, and you know what? They could have, like, again, they, they'd like to do a lot of farce scenes of, like, nature and, like, cars driving. They easily could have done that for the credits. And I would have been, I would, that would have been a better credit se- sequence. Move the waterfalls into the credits instead of the horse. Yes. I mean, like, you know, I, 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 and the credits went on for a while. <laughs> I was like, all right, come on. <laughs> I would say one thing about this movie that really made me laugh in itself was when you no this isn't like funny isn't laughing this is more like funny isn't like no way how many times when they did like the the waterfalls which they used every second of stock footage they bought they used multiple times they get their money's multiple right multiple multiple times i mean the 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 horse scene with the girl was the same scene over and over again. Okay. So, I mean, like they, like, seriously, I, I, I don't know what the budget was for this movie, but I don't know where it went. I like, wrote it down every, every time there was a nature scene. I think the final nature count was 16 and it's all of the same nature shots. Um, also, like you're saying, um, same shots of her riding. Okay. Rushing, uh, Feeding, feeding the horse. Okay, so 16 minutes for the nature scenes and the horse and the girl scenes were longer than the nature scenes. Well, they were spiked. Uh, yeah. No, the the I can tell you that this is what my point was before. When you're watching those scenes, the thing that was funny was you're like, it's gonna be over, right? And then it, it would just like keep going. <laughs> the one they showed, like the water of like a babbling brook, and it was slowly panning over, you're like, oh, this is over. And then it's like, oh no, we're gonna pan down to a waterfall. Those scenes were not as long. I'm telling you, there's no way those scenes were as long as the girl and the horse. No, no, no. I'm not saying they're not as long, but I'm saying both oh, yeah. of them had that same element. You're watching, and you're like, okay, it's going to be over. And then you're like, fuck well, you. Well, that, but that's what I mean. So if that was 16 minutes just for the nature shots, you've got to assume at least 20 minutes for the girl and the horse. So now yeah. you're down to 45 minutes of a movie. Well, like yeah. the, those nature scenes, they're typically, those are cut shots. They're establishment shots. They're supposed to last, what, five, ten seconds? Well, typically they don't use them. You don't use them that much, especially when you're in the same place. And considering none of the scenes took place in any of those nature shots. So they basically had nature shots of areas that were not even in the movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So let's get to the start of this movie. So Juliet, who she was a highlight of the movie for me. Uh, uh, the fact that she ooh. she's 16 well, as a character. As a character. She looked older than 16. Okay, good. Okay. I don't want to go to jail. Um, <laughs> the fact that she is living in a room that's for an eight-year-old 
And <laughs> this whole beginning of the movie, this nightmare, is this a nightmare? <laughs> she also wears the same pajamas every time she goes to sleep. Because they well, show they, it. They, they shot this in 48 hours. Remember that. <laughs> this whole they movie. Really- Which 48 hours, when I say that, it's like, oh my God, 40 hours. No, it's just two days. And they only shot probably 11 hours each day. That's why you had so much of the repeating footage. So I'm sure this movie actually probably made money. Because they filmed it on a cell phone and the cell phone kept, you know, losing battery. That's why. Because that's what it it looked like. It looked like it was shot in a cell phone. And it still cost a million dollars. It cost a million dollars? It was a million dollars. Where, where, like, like, where was the budget then? Because they didn't even use like, like, any kind of animation for the talking horse. I mean, the talking horse talked through his head. Like, you know, they didn't show any mouth movement. So, you know, I could see maybe that would add, you know, price to the budget. But what, they used the same scenes, same location. Like, they didn't change the location. They have four, act, five actors in the whole movie. Even the car drive, they weren't really driving. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I we'll, thought we'll that was there. a clip from The Shining, actually. <laughs> When they were driving through the mountains, uh, but yeah. they could have just bought like a, you know a two buck thing of peanut butter to make the horse's mouth move. <laughs> but no, a million dollars, maybe Audio Andy, he's stiff for getting the sound was perfect. Can we agree on that? The, 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 the sound. Well, I mean, you mean like the the Debbie Downer music of where where? No, I mean like, the sound that Andy no. does. He's picking up the audio. Yeah, the only thing, yes, the sound was very good. Um, the repetition of sound cartoon sound effects was not, you know, I don't know if that yeah, audio any was part of that. No, uh, okay, but it so, sounded good when it happened, yeah, the first time and then the second time. You know, when you, when, when you hear the same zonks and zooks every single time later on, it's you know, after a while, it's like, all right, enough. Mm. I love them every time, each zonk and zook. <laughs> So the fact that she's so so she's having a dream. So she she wakes up. She goes to her very creepy stepbrothers, which gives you like that porn like porno vibe. Was the fact that she's like Pete and Craig, where are you? And she looks under her bed. And then this is the first. I think this is the first cut of the movie. It's this is the first cut it's to the water. first speaking scene that it was yeah. in the movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 how creepy is that? That she wakes up it, again. This is a dream, but she wakes up. And right away, the first thing she does is look under her bed for her brothers. Yeah. Why are they like, why wouldn't that be creepy if they were there that they're watching her sleep? Well, they're stepbrothers. Used to that. Oh, okay. All right. So that's loud then. (laughs) I don't know if it's loud. (laughs) But no, so we get the cut to the creek. And my first note, because obviously we know that there's a ton of creek shots and water shots. I wrote, wait, no one's at the creek? Question mark. (laughs) <laughs> and I love that she sees a plate on the table and she goes, Mom, wait, is this my birthday? Birthday. And it's not her birthday. <laughs> and it's only breakfast. Like, you know, and well yeah, well, yeah, she didn't wake up yet. But like, or she was, no, you're right. This is still the dream. So she, is it my birthday? But it's not her birthday. So like her birthday had no factor. So if it was her birthday, she'd be excited about breakfast. Does she only get breakfast on her birthday? Maybe they live on a farm. I mean, there's not. I mean, when the car drives there, there's like nothing around there. (laughs) And again, right after that, cut to water. So they're like within like how many lines did she really say? She walked into that room. One. She said that line. It was it. And then cut back to the water. Back to cut. Well, she does a lot of talking to herself in the movie. 
So she said like two lines when she was looking for the brother and then the, the breakfast line. And then she starts feeding Horatio the pony I wrote. Pony. And Horatio sounds like something else. Oh, what does he sound like? Well, in the porn world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Again, there's a lot of innuendos in this movie. I think that's one of them. Really? How, okay. If, if you can think of uh, any horse that you've ever met, or even if you, you go to a farm, Wait, the odds of one of them being Horatio are going to be very slim. Okay, if there's any horses listening, you know, at sequels only on Twitter, Facebook. You, you, you don't think that's a coincidence? Horatio? Wait, Horatio is a porn name? Is that what you're saying? Fellatio? Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I think you meant the sounds that he made were like sexual gross no, or something. No, I'm just saying it just sounds... <laughs> Horatio that was Felatio. sexual? I don't know. That's a little, a uh, little, little personal. If that's what you hear when you're having a uh, intimate intimacy with your your lady pal. All right, real quick. Horatio, Hamlet, Juliet, Romeo and Juliet. Why? Wait, is Horatio and Romeo and Juliet? No, Horatio is in Hamlet. Oh, it is. Yeah, while we're there. Oh, look at you with the Shakespeare knowledge. Yeah, He's smart. Are you a Shakespeare uh, fan? I, I have his books. I hate reading Shakespeare, and I'd rather read that than watch this movie. But, like, it's just, it's just a total loss. Like, they named the girl Juliet just because she's a love interest, and they named the, the horse Horatio. But he's just a character from Hamlet, a totally different story. Yeah, but then yeah. where's Wesley come from? There's no Wesley. Nothing. Oh, they failed. No, what's the guy's name? Wesley. Oh, as I'm saying, so like, so that, so I think you're there's. Oh, so you're just saying this between the horse and the girl? Yeah, but the horse is from a different Shakespeare. Like they screwed <laughs> this all up. Well, okay, so see, I like how you're going that way, and I'm thinking, you know, it's more pornish. I mean, and because, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you there's another reason. Doesn't the horse say something later on about her practicing kissing the horse or something like that? Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. That's okay, so. Think about his name. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you know, I think that I think there's there's something to that. Oh. And by the way, I have a little knowledge. I I I did a little research, and there's something I don't know if you know about the director. Oh well, yeah, no, I think I do. Okay, well then but, all this talk should make sense. Oh no, no, that does no, okay. no it does make sense. <laughs> okay, all right. So so let's finish the first dream sequence of the movie here. So so. It, it's so weird. Everybody see it being so nice to her. They pop out and sort of like scare her. I'm like, man, is she like dying yeah. or something? Is something wrong with her? They go, hey, sis, we're going to be a big, happy family like you always want it. And then I'm like, why now? Like, why is this happening now? And then they say they're going to lose the farm unless we get, don't get money. And then they say they want a billion dollars. Now, at that point, what are you thinking is happening? Well, you definitely don't think it's a dream. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was a pretty wild dream that she had. But, yeah, I was, I was a little confused up to this point. And then she falls for the old spider in the shaving cream trick when she wakes up. You know what? These two guys are extremely sadistic. The comment they made to her when, he, when she said that, you know, I'm your stepsister. She goes, and they were like, well, that's only, you know, 
when your father was alive now that he's dead uh, now that he's dead like it doesn't count like are you kidding me like how more this is for a seven-year-old this movie yeah i mean you know so well disney movies people die in every disney movie yeah I, but i mean but this is like like they're, they're cartoons these are like people are saying all right so like so so a seven-year-old who lives with his you know step family whatever that he's now thinking all right so when if my mom dies i lose all my brothers and sisters because they're not going to be real anymore yeah pack your shit and get out <laughs> all right life lessons that's all <laughs> And I love the whimsical music in this movie. Oh. There's a oh. lot of slide whistles. <laughs> I said all cartoon, like, like, cor- it's like the corny, cartoony, kind of like old timey kind of thing. Yes. It's, it's almost like they didn't have money to pay for the music. They no, they bucks. had a guy. They had a guy in the back <laughs> who had like all these different instruments. <laughs> he just, every time they did something, he just did, you know, he did the whistle, the slide, the slide thing. And, you know, a guy, what do you mean? They got, uh, they probably got a preschool teacher who had like a crate of kids instruments, slide whistles. Cause I remember one, it was like, remember the ribbed, uh, yeah, the yeah. wood stick. I heard yeah, that yeah. in this movie too. <laughs> you know what? For the teacher, she probably had a bunch of third graders doing this. You know, they don't cost much so that, you know, they brought them over there and they, they, she gave each of them uh, an instrument. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to more water flowing. And dude, the guy that is from the bank. Okay. Oh, you're, you know you're, he, you're jumping all the way there already. You skipped the drum solo. Well, you, so she, she, first of all, how nasty she was to the stepmother when she, oh, when she, she was mean to Christine the Bell, former guest. Yeah. Yes. I know. No, but when she goes, you know, I didn't have time to cook, you know, and now she knows her mom is like struggling about this whole thing. And then she goes, yeah, as usual, she said, yeah. like, really? Like, she's like 16 years old. You can't make breakfast yourself like a little, you know, a little nasty. I can say the reason maybe why, because you have to think she's the only one by herself, you know, like her dad's dad. That's not really her mom. So maybe because the son's bullying her in the morning and you're waking up to Worrying about kids in your under your bed, yeah, but you don't take it out on the mom because she, she seems pretty nice the whole movie. She's very you know nice. like right. Well, you know she's also very friendly too. You know she oh, yeah. she does. A, I'm gonna say it right now too. She did a great job, really, for a movie you're shooting in two days. She did a great job. No, you know what she did. I I, I don't have any complaints with her. You know. Um, again, I think the I think the girl's a little nasty to her because I think the mom is really trying and she's struggling. She is. She doesn't know this stuff. Your dad always handled it. She had all papers all over the table, a calculator. She doesn't know how to figure it. Again, do you really need a calculator to figure out your bill? Because it seems like they make no money off that place. There's one horse. Wait a second. Wait a second. First of all, there's no animals but the horse. I know. They're obviously loaded because the one brother has tons of money that he keeps losing. Cash. I mean, he takes a lot of cash out constantly. I don't know where he's making it. Um, how about like putting all that money towards, you know, paying some of the bills? Yeah. And he exactly. didn't get it from gambling because we've seen oh, oh. Yeah. what he has done. <laughs> and the fact own. that this family's fallback, she says, I don't know if we have to sell the farm, you know, we'll just move back to the city. I know the farm is going to be money that they're going to have for a little bit, but the city typically costs more money than living in the middle of nowhere. Oh, so the fact that that's the fallback plan is not not well. Good. The fact that this is a farm, I mean, they, we take a tour of the entire farm with the bank guy. There's no crops. 
There's no animals. There's no crops except for one horse. Like, what kind of farm is this? There's a guest room. There is a guest room. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. But, okay, and, and he's going he's gonna to build a 17-story mall or whatever he said. Like, what did he say? Uh, like, I love that scene. When he's looking off in the distance and he's like, what are you doing, Dad? He's like, I'm just thinking about the t- where I'm going to put the 10-story parking garage. Yeah, yeah right. But, the, but the, 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 the farm is not that big. I mean, and it, it seems like it's in the middle of nowhere. So it, it seems like an odd place to put a mall. You can say it's in the middle of nowhere in the script and what they want us to believe. But when she's on the horse, it is on a highway with lots of cars driving by. You are right about that. <laughs> One time I thought they were like, because we saw that montage. We talked about it already. Like probably like five, six times, you know, but the second time they panned over too much and I saw it, I'm like, holy crap but later they showed it even more i'm like why would they leave that in we're supposed to know this is like almost like a utopia in the middle of nowhere no it's right off the listen they left a lot of things in there they probably shouldn't have so i mean there's one point where you actually see the cameraman in the in the reflection in the door yes so i mean you know so i mean so yeah and when those guys are driving they're they looks like there's a white board on the outside oh, because they're not moving yeah they're not, they're moving. not moving it always seems white or so <laughs> oh my god so i mentioned his name before we don't see him yet but mr beetle perfect name for, like the guy the worst of the bank but th- do you know what he's from i did look on imdb so i do know pa- he was a red power ranger on like the second or third generation i don't know if he was on the vernon wells no way seasons of uh power rangers but yeah he's the red parry on time force yeah which i think vernon might have been the villain on he looks like um one of the wilson uh, is it wilson brothers or like oh um what's his name billy wilson no maybe uh, it's not from the beach boys <laughs> well, maybe it's not the wilson what's his name um he looks like an actor and i can't i uh i'm you know about luke and owen wilson luke luke wilson you look like luke uh, wilson you don't think brothers. so Looking no him or like Sean Cannon, another guest of ours? Uh, sort of. No, no. A friend, he has a, friend, a friend of mine. A friend friend of yours? Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. So then we, have, then we get the brothers, which what are they doing? When they're doing their modeling skills, it looks like they're on drugs. This whole movie, maybe they were indulging on set. They look like they were on drugs the whole time. Because even when they're... I, I thought they were joking. I thought it was like a thing like they were joking. But they were dead serious that he's like, I'm going to be a model when we go back to the city. And he's going to be my manager. I'm like, what's going they, on? Their characters look like they would be like the stars of Harold, Harold and Kumar. Like they just look like the, like the, the, the bro stoner kind of guys that could fit in any of those movies. Especially, oh, yeah. the, the, especially the, the one that keeps losing the money. Like he definitely seems like he, you would see him in like can't hardly wait or like he seems like that kind of character. I don't know. I disagree. I think this was the most believable part of the movie, to be honest. Uh, let me see your modeling moves, Jamie. Do you have a good one? Wait, I, I don't. And that's why I'm doing a podcast. But I just <laughs> want to. But I, I. So you're. So you're. You have. You think that he's has the face of modeling. No, but he believes that he can. Yeah, but do you believe? You said this is the most believable part. So I think you believe it also. I believe that they believe that they can be models. Ah, okay. I don't. Believe they can be I believe that they believe 
Yes. <laughs> what? That sounds like a line from another movie. I, I can't believe. think. No. It's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know if it's like a Bill Murray line, but he's like repeating the word like believe. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's believe. It's a different <laughs> word. The enemy well, is I, my I, enemy I, is my enemy. Enemy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that one. There you go. There and the whole line, like, I'll have two tens for a five. Now, I, I'll tell you right now, two of the tricks that they do here are Abbott and Costello. Oh, they've done it. So they've done that one, the two tens for a five. They've also done the other one later on where they say, pick a number between, you know, tell me a number, like pick a number. And I'll th- that's from an Abbott and Costello routine. Yeah. Between one and ten. Yep. Is it between uh, one and three? No. Is it between four and five? No, it's between uh, seven and yeah. nine. Yes. Oh, it's eight. And they and they literally like the, the, do that with Abbott Costello. So I think they took yeah. both of those from one of their movies. And I tried it on my dumb staff where I work, and they didn't fall for it. So they didn't. People are really that. Did you try both? Did you try? Well, there's three of them. Did you try all three of them? I tried all three. And none of them worked. No, nah, I didn't get that that ten. You know. <laughs> did, did you lose any money? Yeah, dimes. I gave away dimes. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so so then we get to <laughs> this is what I just oh my god. So my notes. It's funny when you write when you're writing while you're doing it, because I never go back and change it when I know something, but I wrote I wrote <laughs> Do you think Horatio tells his friends he's in this movie? And then I wrote, No, he's a horse. I was like, why again? This is where the first time I said, like, he's not a pony. <laughs> and that is like, oh my god, that's what kills it for me. Well, you, you know, you you made me think of a line he says later on to the girl when you were just saying that. Like, does he tell his friends when he actually goes? So you mean I've been talking to you all this time and you haven't been hearing me? Yeah, <laughs> I've been telling you these jokes all the years, and he remembers like all the stories that she told him. As a- see, see, now this would be a better movie if he was trying to be a stand-up comedian. You know, because he has all he really does is tell jokes. So, like, if like the movie was him trying, like, going to different nightclubs oh. and telling jokes. What if he saved? What if he saved the friggin' farm by entering like America's? Got That's Talent? what I mean. So now, okay, now it's a better movie. You know, yeah. he's a stand-up comedian. You know, like, like they have like Jerry Seinfeld in the movie, and they're like, all right, here we go, our new act. You know, Horatio. <laughs> That's not how they save the farm at all. That would have been good. It would have been good. See, now it would have been a good movie. Doug, write that down. <laughs> so then, so this is where I wrote. So I don't know where they, we get like this weird, the music change in this movie is wild. Cause there's this one po- part that Juliet and Kim played by Christina Bell. She's like pouring out to Juliet, like about what's going on with Mr. Beetle and the music gets really upbeat. And then she's like, maybe Mr. Beetle will, you know, buy the place, fix it up, fix it up and let us run it. Foreshadowing. And yeah. I'm like, run what? They have one horse this whole time. And this is the first time right after the scene, Juliet leaves. Boom. The first time we get the riding montage, which <sighs> even the first one was so long. And I think that's why I mentioned before what made it so funny for me personally was every time like you saw the end of a scene, you're like, oh, it's going to be over now. No. And and, and you're right. The, the, well, the first and the second montage were two different ones. But yes. then the third one went back to the first one. And like yes. that's how like it, they started re- repeating it. 
Um, no, yeah. Uh, and, you know, back to the brothers again real quick. Why is he walking around with all that money in the first place? Again, they live in the middle of nowhere, except for the area where the horse walks. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, why is he walking around with all that money? And what, again, I want to know. I want to, I want a backstory. I want a backstory on the two brothers, why he has all that money. Drugs. Oh, that's but he, that's sells it to his he sells it to his brother. <laughs> that's why the other brother has no money. Because he buys all the drugs. <laughs> yeah. A spinoff to this be like, creepy brothers, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like horse comedian, question. Uh, I'm t- I'm- a good spinoff. Yes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But no, the one thing I wrote that was like the biggest like F you to the audience was during all those montages. Again, they repeated them. I get it. They needed to hit a certain time and they shot it in two days. I'm totally fine with that. But the fact that we had to watch the horse by itself drink water and I counted seven <laughs> seconds and then yeah. I'm thinking it's going to be over. And then it's just him running around by it starts, himself. He starts by himself for no reason, just galloping around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, you know, the montage I, I, coming up when she gets hit in the head, right, with the horseshoe, um, which we're going to get to in about two seconds, right? That's the next scene. Uh, No, no. Next. Next is we meet Mr. Beetle. Like okay, officially okay. meet Mr. Beetle. So. Okay. So, yeah. So then uh, but before that, we cut to stock water footage, waterfall. <laughs> and so then we have Mr. Beetle played by Jason Font. So. He wants to change the farm into a mall, and his son goes, But dad, animals live in the trees. And he says, Haha, of course, animals, but what if they ran the world? What kind of world would that be? I'll, I'll tell you, as much as I hated this movie, I think the only bright spot were some of the scenes with Beetle. Yeah, he was funny, right? Uh, he, I, I, some of it. I mean, what? some of it was a little over the top. Um, but I'll give them, you know, there were like two or three that I was like, you know, a very slight giggle came out of me, you know, um, not enough to like the movie at all, but he is a, a bright spot in a really crappy movie. Nature is unnatural. Is that what you're talking about? Or <laughs> just, yeah. just, this, well, actually, there's actually two animals on the farm, by the way. There's also a bee. There's a bee that follows him. <laughs> that was funny. So the whole deer crossing joke, that was from a an NPR call or like a local radio call from like the late 2000s or early, early 2010s. Because I remember that when the lady called up and she said, well, why do we have this deer crossing sign? You're just asking the deer to cross there. If it wasn't there, they wouldn't cross. And I love that that was in this joke. It was, but did, did they hit the deer? Did they hit the deer? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. They hit something. Okay, so again, the movie for seven plus, and they run over a deer. Yeah. Well, in Bambi, they shoot a deer. Okay. Again, it's cartoon. This is. Oh, what like, does it matter? Blood's blood. What does it matter? It's a cartoon. This is real. This is a re- a kid's mind. This is a real deer. They didn't show it. 
uh, they basically showed like a, sc- a screeching car. You know, they showed everything. Well, they didn't, but- show, whoa, whoa, whoa. They didn't show any car get damaged because they could not afford it. All you heard was. And the fact that the car drove up, no damage at all. <laughs> it looked like the car went off the road, too. Excuse me. And then after that, slide whistle. <laughs> Cut to water. Yep. So then the brothers want their money back, and now they do the old guess the number trick that Tom broke down before. The Jamie said that Abbott and Costello. And then here's the horseshoe. The whole trick. So, Jamie. Did he make that happen? Okay. Did well, Horatio make the horseshoe okay. fall? First of all, the horseshoe is supposed to be st- standing up. It was upside down because oh. horseshoes are good luck, right? So when you have a horseshoe down, all the good luck runs out. That's because it dangled. It got oh, knocked it, off. It moved? Yeah, yeah. Somebody slammed the door and it moved. So first of all, that looks exactly like the horseshoe they had. <laughs> it was. This is plastic. <laughs> That's exactly. It was either that a cardboard that they had. Um, wait. So you're saying the horseshoe was standing straight up at one point? At one point, it was. And somebody hit the door and it fell down. Okay. See, so I, I, that must have been you know maybe, one of the uh, babbling brook scenes. Yeah, I, I might have. I might have dozed off in that part. So okay, <laughs> but so then, so the fact that the horseshoe was upside down and hit her, she should have gotten bad luck. Yeah. And instead, she got kind of good luck. Not for nothing. No, not good luck because it didn't help anything. It was bad luck. She had to listen to the jokes. <laughs> you know what? After I said that, I'm thinking like, you know what? Maybe it is bad luck because all those corny jokes you had to stop listening to. Okay. All right. You're right. It is bad luck. Okay. Never mind. I stand corrected. She had to be in this movie. <laughs> but that horseshoe, I think, was made of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it and sounded then- real with the zonks and his, you know, you know, every <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> There was a good zonk on that one. And then the fact that she's like passed out and then Mr. Beetle arrives and (laughs) they introduce and she goes, Kim. And he goes, that's short for Kimberly. And he goes, my ex, my first ex wife's name was Bev. Bev. Short for Beverly. No beverage. (laughs) Parents were heavy drinkers. (laughs) And, and right before that, he said, you have trees growing out of the ground. (laughs) <laughs> that's unnatural that's disturbing well you 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 also missed the part where after she got hit in the head she said you know and she hears the horse talking she's still unsure about it and she goes you know what i need to get medical help and the next scene is a montage of her and the horse walking around <laughs> like she yeah. never left and 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 think about this so you know now the rest of the movie she's talking to this horse not once is she talking to the, instead of talking to the horse and having a conversation, she keeps walking the horse in circles. <laughs> and they're not talking at all. Riding, patting, <laughs> feeding. Right. Conversation. But literally, this horse just talked to her. She needs to get help and she goes right to a montage. I know, I'm right into a montage. <laughs> and I love it. she's like, when did you start talking? Amazing. <laughs> And then he even says, she goes, I'm hallucinating. I hear horse voices. And Horatio says, horse voice? Ooh, do they sound like me? (laughs) (laughs) He does have, I'm I'm telling you, most of them are just corny pun jokes. But there's some that just like kind of fit when she's like, why why can you understand me? And he's like, well, speak in French. She goes, why? He's like, I don't speak French. 
He was almost like a, a like a Henny Youngman, Rodney Dangerfield, like with the, just yeah. the one line zingers, you know, like it was, you know, it, and they're all they're all old, corny, like dad jokes, you know, and he just like like that's what he came out with. I mean, just you know, the long face in a bar. I mean, it's such an old joke, you know, <laughs> ridiculous. It's Rodney Dangerfield for children. Oh, it, 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 without a doubt. I mean, <laughs> it would have been funny if he said, hey, hey, hey you know. <laughs> That was my that was my that was my Rocky doing uh stage of That was yeah, that was like Rocky <laughs> Rodney for Halloween. How about Beetle not drinking water? <laughs> well, <laughs> but animal what he said, animals poop in it and uh it rusts pipes. Yeah. WC Fields said that and Beetle's like, oh, that guy was a genius. And his kid's like, he was comedian, dad. Well, okay, so you you have a W.C. Fields joke. W.C. Fields was around like 1950, 1940. Like yeah. he was an all-time comedian. That's what you throw into a seven, seven plus. Like you couldn't find someone a little bit more relevant. You have an old, old-time comedian. Yeah, that he loves. <laughs> and his kid knows about and realizes that he's making the joke about. Well, the the kid also knows Mr. Ed song. So I mean he definitely he's like has old time in his, you know, in his mind. He's an old time. He has an old soul. Of he course. Does. Of course. <laughs> that that's where the of course comes in. <laughs> oh, no, but maybe because uh maybe the time ran out on like having to pay royalties after sixty <laughs> years, so they needed to save money on the budget. I don't know. I have no awesome. idea. But even the whole part with like Wes, so like Ugh. right away Wes is into Juliet, which again I don't blame him. You know? But it looks, I mean, he tr- he definitely tries too hard. Like he shows it, like he he doesn't have a poker face. I mean, the minute she walked up, he was smitten, and, and he looked like he's never seen a girl before. She's never seen a boy before. Well, I don't think got, so. Be- she had two brothers. Yeah, but boys that she'd be like into, not in a. Well, you said it's the only stepbrothers, so you don't know. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but it's so weird. She, like, fell in love. Well, we'll get to that later. But, no, he was in love with her, and I get it. Maybe he's – I'm I'm sick of city girls, right? The city that's only five minutes down the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cheap, by the way, to live in. Very. I w- and then Julia talks about her ratio because she wants to tell everybody about her ratio. And she goes, and he's like, I would love to meet him. I think horses are awesome. You think horses are awesome? And then and the then, father calling him out in front of her. <laughs> he goes, since when do you like horses? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Honestly. And then this is the part I wrote. Wait, they all just said talking horse five times. They all said talking horse. Even at that point, like. He might be into her because she's super attractive, but if she starts spouting about talking to a horse at this point, aren't you ready to like, I don't know, run or like, Hey, let's get out of here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, uh, but again, he's, he looks like he's never seen a girl before. So, you know, maybe he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know better. Maybe he doesn't. They're, They're going for a tour on, on the property, right? Yeah. Mr. Beatles walking around with a briefcase the entire time. (laughs) <laughs> business baby he's business the whole time this, 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 no, there's no business. play <laughs> Monty Beetle Monty <laughs> well did, did you 
catch the green thumb uh, line? He yeah. goes, I forget why it came up. Oh, my husband had a green thumb. He goes, is that what killed him? Here's a milestone milestone in the movie. I wrote first cut to non-water. Nope. In between trees, we see water. There was like one cut that it was like really like pan down. You're like, oh, it's just trees. And then water in the distance, like in the middle of them. You know, I would I would almost believe that Mr. Beetle is the father of the two boys. Oh, I believe that. They have the same mentality. Yeah. There there might be a backstory to that. Whoa. Could you imagine that? <laughs> I mean him and him and Christine know each other? What's their what's their they don't talk about her husband. I mean they talk about the the new husband, but have the first husband. I don't know. Whoa. How'd he die? Oh, he was a cat. Mr. Beetle. Maybe Horatio ate him. <laughs> well, we also at this point get the first B where he says, Away from me, you fly spawn. Yeah. <laughs> and he said and he uses that line, I think, a few times in the movie. He yeah. does, yeah. <laughs> Even later when you think he changes, he uses that line like <laughs> a second later. <laughs> How about the scene with the guess the number? Did that remind you of Vegas Vacation or? Oh, without a doubt. It was the the Native American casino all over. Yeah, without a doubt. (laughs) I mean, like they literally threw out, again, every dad joke, every dad trick, every like it was just just so corny. (laughs) So stupid. Can you name a number between one and ten? (laughs) I I, I can't, you know. See, I would have guessed four. So, you know, to show oh, you how off I am. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, it was five. So. For <laughs> listeners, he put up a five. <laughs> so then we get Kim is walking around, showing around Mr. Beetle in his briefcase. And she notices that he's walking a little weird. So she, without, how they've she known him for what, five minutes, 10 minutes? She touches his neck and notices that he has a huge knot. And she's like, whoa, that's the biggest knot she I ever felt. barely touched him to notice the knot and he he basically fell to the ground like well no no that was later on that was later on all right he fell twice in the movie well it's when he almost falls because she touched it okay 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 you're right you hurt me yeah you're right you're right and she's like oh well let me fix that knot and all right that'll continue you know you know let me tell you, for a guy who's supposedly very successful and very like on top of things, he really is like a wuss. But he's he like has the- doctors. That's I think his next line. But- I have multiple doctors in New York City. <laughs> is this what Doctor? Well, Hurt? no, I don't is think that- he says New York City. I think in this whole movie it's referred to as the city, right? Wait, so is this so- where he goes, Doctor Hurt? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> Right? Is it that we says Doctor Hurt is the doctor. Doctor Hurt is a doctor, <laughs> yeah. and then she goes, "You got to be kidding me!" And and then she goes, "What's your dentist name? Doctor Cavity?" Yeah, I was waiting for him to say, "You know him too." <laughs> you know, <laughs> see that would be funny. Like that's <laughs> on that. Yeah. See, I think they blew a chance on that one because he because he, he he's like, "Well, don't make fun of me" or something like that. Like he like it, like they didn't have a joke with that, but to me that would have been very funny. Like that would have been. He is pretty much John Travolta Bubble Boy. Like he's allergic to everything, everything. Even when yeah. she gives him that tea later, he's like, what's in this? Cause I can't have sugar. I can't have this. I can't have this. And I'm like, 
Jesus Christ, dude, relax. <laughs> You're not going to die. That's what I mean. This guy's a super successful guy and he's just so like, and his son is obviously like smarter than him. I mean, you know, it, cause he keeps yeah. saying, yeah, he, he's, you know, you can't, you can't deal with it. He never smiles. He doesn't shake hands. He doesn't, you know, like, you know, the son seems pretty smart. You know, yeah. can I tell you after this, the son went on to do a lot of stuff. Really? Like, two years after this, he became a regular a regular star on uh, Days of Our Lives, over 100 oh. episodes. Oh, wow. And he was on Netflix's Insatiable for 15, 20 episodes. You know, I I, I, I don't think he was a bad actor. No, you know, I mean, yeah, I think, I, you know, I, I think he really tried to act in this role um, for what it's worth. Like, I mean, I yeah. think I think everybody else is kind of corny. I think the mom did a pretty good job. I mean, I, you know, but I think like because yeah. he played the serious role, the kid. And I I actually think he, I was going to say, I think he he did the best of what he had in this and, movie. And Juliet. Uh, no, really? Juliet did good. Yeah, she, I think they all did oh. good except the brothers. I'll, yeah. I'll take them all. Uh, I, I think they all, I think they all did the best they could what they had. But I mean, I don't know about Juliet. I mean, I, I put her in the same category as the brothers. No. Yeah. I, listen, you, you're, you're taking what, how she looks and, you know, bypassing how she acts. I'm well, not that kind of person. <laughs> I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so how about, so this is where she shows Wes Horatio and she's like laughing and she's like, saying Horatio, say something else. And he's like, something else. <laughs> and then she's like, wait, you can't hear him. He's telling stand-up jokes. Yeah. It's like, what? Like that whole scene. Well, she, so kept, she kept laughing before he did the punchline. Oh no. I love that. Yeah. So she does. He does. He, he does. He says like three jokes that he can't get through because she keeps like laughing before he does it. Like makes him look like a fool. Yeah. I even wrote, Juliet's hot enough. If she told me, "Hey, I talked to my horse," <laughs> I would, I would still go on a date with her. I'd be like, "That's fine." You talk yeah. to a horse, that's great. I talked to my cat, that's fine. He didn't seem that concerned about it. No. And then, how about this? What was we? What was the weirdest part about it? Is from all this interaction, how in the hell do? Because Wes offers to help bring her ratio back. But then I know where it cuts right to a montage and Wes is nowhere to be found. Was yeah. he watching? They didn't even show him watching. It, it, there, there is no rhyme or reason why the montages happen outside of just space filler for the movie. And I'm you know, sure number seven of the movie. I, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, and again, it's it. There's no reason for all those, but I think it's just they threw them in there. Like you know, it, it, they don't fit in the scenes at all. Again, she went to get medical help, and the next scene she's walking the horse. <laughs> so I think I think they just threw it in there and just as filler, and maybe thought the audience won't notice. And that's number seven. Number seven of horse walking, not of water. Wow, it's number seven horse. Yeah. No, and then I wrote this was cut to a field of grain. Nope. More water. Yeah, water, I think, is on 12. Wow. Horse, seven. Water, 12, I think. So so now we get Mr. Beatles talking to Kim. He knows her for 20 minutes, okay? And he feels comfortable enough to say, ever get Juliet looked at? I know a team of doctors. Like, the balls on someone. First of all, you're trying to buy 
this property from them. You're going to insult them and say, hey, your daughter's a whack job. Let me talk. Let me introduce you to some doctors that can help her out. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Beetle, he's pretty intelligent. You know, he knows what's right. Well, really I, I don't know if he's really intelligent. He's successful. <laughs> I, 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 I would say he's very successful. Uh, okay. That's but he's not. <laughs> well, I do like his uh, version of the joke with the two brothers when they say, Hey, can I get two tens for a five? And he gives him yes. two dimes. Yes. That, that was my joke earlier. Two dimes for a $5 bill. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, so he's smart. Of, I mean, as dumb as he is, he's smarter than the brothers. Yeah. Because he fooled the brothers. Well, he's pretty dumb. I mean, again, I mean, he didn't understand the whole deer sign. I mean, that whole sequence that was, which is about five minutes long, you know, I mean, so. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> you know life. what? He he. It almost does seem like he's never been outside before. Yeah, he's the bubble boy. He's <laughs> he really, the bubble he really boy. is. Yeah. So so then we cut to this is a this is a historic achievement in this movie. We cut to Wes and Juliet talking. Boom. No transition at all. That was the first time in this whole movie we go from the two dimes, the that joke, right to. Wes and Julia talking. That was pretty and, big. And this is where things get a little weird. They start to get a little weird. Now? It does get very weird. Well, no. I mean, it, it's been, there's a lot of weird things, but there's a, a few, like, in a row come up between these two and the, the mom and Beetle. You know, like, thing, like, things start getting pretty weird. Oh, It does get pretty weird. And again, this is for, for a seven-year-old movie. There's a lot of innuendos coming up. My <laughs> I wrote this horse knows every horse joke ever because even one he talks about if you go to jail, I'll bail you out. Get it? <laughs> bail of hay. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> That's real bad. And he, well, he also said, I'm afraid you are saddled with me. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then right yeah. from this, we get a cut to stock water, and again. Kim offers Mr. Beetle the massage and he, and he actually gives in sort of, she forces herself on him. There was a lot of sexual tension in a scene and, and it's all coming from the mom. Like she even said, like you miss things when, when they're gone or something like that, or there's miss, you miss certain things when your spouse is gone or something like that. Like, you know, and then it was like, it just, ah, this things got awkward there. no, very very awkward and later he says after the massage because we're we're on this now but the line he says later because she's like i miss my husband i miss him for this yes he goes yeah i mix my miss my ex-wife i miss her back massages that's it that's all he misses (laughs) is when she used to massage his back that's it well let's let's play this out a little bit because i think you know we obviously something went on between them when he walks out i mean it wasn't just tea you know let's put let's put it that way but if they're together and Wes and Juliet are together, I know that's his, her stepmom, but that is that would be her brother or stepbrother slash husband if they got married. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess, when, you know, when you're down, is taking place in the South? I think, well, it looks like California. <laughs> Uh, you know, let's just say know. farm. So I guess how they do it on a farm. That's how they do it. There's the farm rules. 
But wasn't it weird the fact that she offered the massage and then we got a hard cut to a horse montage? Oh, well, of course, it's only been five minutes since the last one, so we have to have and another. Then from one. that, we get a horse montage, and then immediately after that, cut to water. So, like, no dialogue, just like cuts and cuts and cuts from there. There's a water scene after every horse montage, like it, it, so, like right every scene where the water was, it was right after a horse montage. You can lead a horse to water. Well, he's he already says that joke. I know. <laughs> This was nature cut number 13 and horse cut 14. No, he says that joke wrong. Yeah, right, that's correct. when Wes realizes correct. that he can hear him. Yeah. So no, so now we're on Wes when he goes, Hey, there has to be a logical explanation for you talking to a horse. And dude, right from there is when dude, what I, this is what's crazy about this whole thing. Is because there's so many cuts. You're like, where are you in this movie? Like, are we about to get to the point that he's going to find out? No, from there, that's what's weird about it. Because we see these little bite-sized things that nothing is getting ready to happen, really. And then they cut right to the brothers. Like, the brothers are, like, they're ready to prank them. Right before the buildup, like it's it's a constant, like, it's almost like, but that's throughout the whole movie. Like, every time it's like something else, it's like, all right. Wait, we have to bring the brothers in. They haven't been on in five minutes, so we have to bring yeah. them on. Or we haven't had the horse montage. Let's do that. Like it's like it's almost like whoever's cut the movie together, they just started throwing things, you know, and how it landed, it landed. I think so. The brothers and the horse montage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Even with the horse montage, she's with Wes. You would think, all right, maybe Wes and her could walk the horse together. Exactly. That would make no. sense. No. Throw Wes, they could ride the horse together. That would make sense. Well, he wasn't in the first montage, so the loop wouldn't have worked. They shot that day one. <laughs> Wes is their day two. Also, real quick on the horse montage. Did y'all watch her walking past a branch that she swayed at that wasn't really there? What? Three or four times. She's riding the horse, and she does this. But there's no branch there. <laughs> and it's four times recut into those montage things. That I got to check that out. I will check that out. I own the movie now. 99 so do I. I can't believe this is part of my library. <laughs> yeah, me too. 99 cents. They should be paying us to watch this, first of all. No, well, no, I think it's a good deal. The fact that to rent it is the same price. I clicked on rent. I'm like, no way, man. I want this. I would be embarrassed if I was Amazon Prime and uh, this is in my my category. Like if this isn't part of my movie. I have I have The Godfather and, you know, uh Star Wars and a talking a talking pony. What what if what if this is like an episode of like Law and Order SVU and Stabler finds your dead body and you're watching and your phone died when you were getting ready for this episode. And they have to announce to like the public and your family. What was, what was he doing in his dying moments? He's watching this movie called <laughs> Talking Pony. And then Munch is like, ah. Oh. And then friggin' Ice T's there too. He's like, Talking Pony, cool shit. Yeah. And then they said he died by horrible movie. Oh. That was the death. <laughs> It is. Uh, uh, listen, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it at the end of the mo- movie. This is m- definitely the top three bad, worst movies we've seen. No. It's, oh, yeah. And it might be, might be number one. 
Wait, you didn't like it? Ugh. Loved it. Now we have Horatio the horse that's basically saying to Juliet, hey, if you want him to hear me, maybe we got to do the horseshoe and you got to bang him in the head with it. Knock, knock him out. Oh, my gosh. And right. how hard she hits him without him like. Okay. You know, I have a problem with the scene because, you know, Juliet, she should have hit him really. Like, I mean, she hit him hard. But I mean, all right, just give him the one small whack. No, she hits him four times. Like, I'd rather have one big whack in the head. She's not going to hit him hard the first time. Well, she did hit him hard the first time. Not the first time. Oh, the little dick. Well, okay, listen. First of all, it, it fell off the wall and hit her and knocked her out. So, I mean, it, you know, it, it didn't hit, didn't hit, hit her, her hard. So, you know, why does she have to really smack the crap out of him? Would it? Right. Women well, are more susceptible yeah, to brain too. injury. Scientific fact. It is. It's a fact? Yeah. Under 14 years old, they don't allow them to use, do headers in soccer. What scientist said that? Uh, all of them. <laughs> no, but the fact that she, this is like a David Berkowitz situation that she's li- like, what if, what if this movie turned dark right here and she murders him and this horse is using her to fulfill his thirst for So blood. instead of a talking dog, it's a talking horse. Yes, it is. As, as a, and she's interesting. Interesting. Well, she does say, I think I killed him. <laughs> I know she yeah. does. So while we're here, though, <laughs> the brothers later, they realize what's going on. They knock each other in the head with the horseshoe, right? Barely. Yeah, but wait, that's that's later on. We still have the dream scene sequence and everything. All right. And well, the awkward licking. All right, let's awkward lick first. Okay, <laughs> let's awkward lick first. But I love that she says this is the this is the first guy I actually like. And then from there, like you said, Wes, great acting, because I laughed my ass off in this scene when he's having his dream sequence. Oh, when he's talking to the trees and grass? Oh, trees the tree the that says Wait, you're talking about the tree that he says, I see you branching out all over? <laughs> the one-liners in this movie are just so ridiculous. <laughs> but you're, they're funny. Like, you got to, like, take it with... This is, like, the perfect, like, stoner, have a few drinks. The fact that when he's walking in the grass afterwards, and like, ow, watch out. And he's like, sorry, blades of grass. And then the fact that he continues walking. He only thinks one blade of grass can feel his steps. Well, maybe there's only one blade of grass that's alive that, that could talk to him. Wow. Whoa. Deep. That is deep. And he happened to land on that one blade. Listen, they, they have to have these one-liners because if, if a parent is going to sit there through this 45-minute movie, they have to have some kind of like laughter here and there. I agree. That's like every movie, like Toy Story it 2, is. Had that scene they had to cut out. At the end of the movie, they did like the casting couch with... Bo Peep. I watch these shows with Emerson all the time. And it's just like, how would they get away with that? Because at a certain age, you don't get it, you know? Well, look at, go watch old Bugs Bunny. I mean, you know, you watch Bugs Bunny back in the day. There's so many adult jokes. I mean, like, and tons of innuendos, you know? Um, and they're funny. I mean, even to, the, to this day, they're funny. I get it, but this is no Bugs Bunny. No. It's close. Close. Oh, God. So in in Wes's dream, Juliet, this is his dream, right? Dream, dream, dream. Okay. 
yeah. he's at the same place <laughs> in his own dream. And Juliet's sprinting around in a dress. No bikini or no beach, no resort. Penthouse. He's never seen a girl before. So he might be Amish. <laughs> but he's never seen a girl before. And this is rated. I mean, listen, it's a seven-year-old movie. Plus, they're not going to have a bikini. They're not allowed. It's, that's I don't eight. know. Uh, you mentioned Rodney before, and there's a very sexualized dream sequence in uh, what's the one? Ladybugs. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> so, so then we have oh the licking. The oh, she, that was so weird. That the way like I, I at first I'm like, is she really gonna lick his face? Like you know, like it was kind of. And then the way they did it was she was like five feet away. Yeah, <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. <laughs> course it's fake <laughs> and we and we talked about it before the the way he hears when he realizes he hears horatio is with the lead the horse to water you can't make him think i think oh no you can't, th- can't make him blink he says horatio yeah. does and he goes no it's no it's drink <laughs> and then he's like oh yeah. thank you i should have known that i'm a horse and he's like no it's okay and he's she's like who are you talking to and he's like uh <laughs> boom he can hear the horse now. So two people can hear this horse, not a pony, a horse. So oh. now, now yeah. you're thinking, all right, you know what? Now the movie's gonna get to where they're gonna save the day. They got the talking horse, two people, you know, you know, yeah. it's like all this time you're thinking, like, maybe this is a whole dream sequence with Juliet. Maybe, you know, she, because she got hit in the head, she doesn't know what's going on. Like, you know, like, you know, maybe the horse is not really talking. You know, like it, it just all in her mind. Now a second person is doing it because I thought I thought possibly it could be a dream sequence. The whole movie, wow! Like like Wizard of Oz, she got hit in the head and then she dreamed everything was going on. But but wait, but wait, West passes out as soon as he realizes that Horatio talking to he collapses once again. Well, he probably has a concussion because she smacked him about four times in the head with the, the horseshoe. So, <laughs> and that's why he passed out pretty quick afterwards. Like he's he's still you know not stable, but only yeah. hard one. stable. Horse stable. Meanwhile, meanwhile <laughs> when when Wes wakes up, and how old is Wes? So I guess the same age. Six. Well, she said uh, you. But you have. I have a daughter around your your age. She said. Oh. Okay. How old was Wes? 16? 16, 17. Wes says he thinks he has a hangover. Has he, like, ever drunk before? I don't know. I drank drank younger than 16, so let's not talk about Uh, that. All right. Let's skip over that. Next. (laughs) Next. So then we get Mr. Beetle. I wrote Mr. Beetle's feeling good. I was like, did they bang? The way he walked out of there. Is has that glow? He had that glow, like he had that, like you know, like he, it's almost like you know he hasn't had in a long time. Who knows how long ago his wife died, or I don't know, did she die or she, she left him? him? No, he said my ex-wives. Okay, so yeah, okay. So, but it, I, I, I'm guessing it's it's been a long time. That's why he was kind of awkward around the mom, and he walked out of there like you know the first time in a long time, and like he was feeling the sun rays. If he would have been smoking, that'd have been pretty funny. <laughs> I don't even smoke. <laughs> yeah. Nature cut uh, number 14 right before that, by the way. There was number 14. <laughs> yep. So then uh, they, so they Beetle s- is allergic to everything. 
Yeah. Except fruit. N- not anymore, though. The tea cured him. Right. The tea has cured him. Because now he can smell fresh air. Before that. (laughs) Everything except fruit. Like, how do you live if you're allergic to everything except fruit? He lives in a bubble. He's bubble boy. But but he's cured now that he's he's a new man. He's a new man. She made him a new man. She gave him, she cleaned his pipes she cleaned his nostrils well don't forget he did his pipes are rusty because he didn't drink a lot of water so (laughs) he didn't drink any water so he's 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 refreshed now uh and then you can tell they had a special moment because she goes you can call me kim and he goes yes call me monty yep so all this time wait so so they spent a long time together i mean i mean long enough that his son got knocked out twice there were two yeah. dreams. There were two dream sequences. Um, you know, a whole, a, a few montages of walking a horse. You know, that, that that's pretty. You know, long time. Uh, a scam with the brothers again, and they didn't know each other's names. Yeah, it's actually been six hours. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's still light out. Oh, actually, Kimberly introduces herself as Kim in the very beginning and says, "You can call me Kim." And he dismisses it. So this is the moment that he calls her Kim. And he's like, all right. He's kind of dick to her. So then that's why I think she said, "Uh, but you can call me Mrs. Bell. Yeah. She was like, kind of like, fuck you. But but see, but it comes full circle. Now he's a changed man. He's a changed man. He's he's literally acting like uh, like a, a, like a 16, 17 year old boy. Who got it for the first time? Life is different. Yeah, that's that's how. Because I mean, even his, bro- his son noticed a change in him. Like I mean, so yeah, yeah. He, he has a glow. That's not from us. That's not just from a massage and tea. <laughs> <laughs> so then, right from this sexual scene, we cut to Horatio telling Juliet to kiss Wes, like the stories that she is to read to him. Yeah, to wake him up. And that was, but she said, but he didn't he mention something about kissing when you practice kissing me or something, or I thought he said something like that. Yes. No, no, it's like you did when you used to kiss me. Yes, see, she he said but that not in the mouth, right? Was... Who knows? But that's that's my I said that early in a movie. So that again, his name is Horatio. He's a whore. Horatio, you're going there. I'm, I am going there, and she practiced kissing him. Who practiced? Well, first of all, who practiced? Don't you practice kissing on a pillow? <laughs> I don't know. Would you practice kissing on? I don't have any pillows. Uh, you, I, I, well, I used to have a. We had a mannequin, so I would use a mannequin. <laughs> yeah, I would use a mannequin. You were just hoping Kim Cattrall would just. <laughs> well, you know, listen, you it can't hurt to try. We're, I mean, worst case scenario, I just change the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> And then you were kicked out of that mall for good, right? You're banned for life. <laughs> right. There's more malls. Is that, you know, that wasn't your only mall. <laughs> <laughs> There's more malls. And then I love that she kisses him and he wakes up. And the fact that he says it again, he confirms it. He goes, a horse is talking to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's it right there. 
I don't understand why. That's the one thing wrong with this movie. One thing that's wrong with this movie one is thing. the fact that it's called A Talking Pony. <laughs> Again, there's a question mark, so they weren't sure. And two exclamation points. Yes. Well, I mean, that just shows you how much they weren't sure. The, how would the you say mark- that out loud? How would you say that? Like, A Talking Pony? Ah! <laughs> yes, you got to have a little yell at the end, but yes, I, I, I mean, well, was, was it was it the same thing for the token cat? Was there an exclamation? Yep, same thing. Oh, there, okay. And, and there's that's what movies. makes it a sequel. That <laughs> the same, the same uh, title, special same characters. Title. That's what makes it a sequel. Well, there the the father, uh, the the talking horse is the father in the first movie. Yeah. So yeah, he became he became a horse. That's what they should have done. Like he died from the died and became not in the first one, but the fact that he was. So who else is in the first one? Just the, just the father, the mother, Christina Bell. Oh, they both are. But it's a different story. But you watched it too. I I read up on it. You're a closet uh, talking cat, talking horse uh, fan, or talking pony. I like talking cats of all kinds. Okay. Whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Amazon, whether. You, do you own cats? Well, not right now. So you, so you just like other people's cats, especially if they talk. Okay. Are you are you down with OPC? Other people's yeah, cats. <laughs> yeah, you know me. So then uh, Wes goes. This discovery is more important than a shopping mall. But then I thought, okay. They can move the horse unless they think that the horse's special talents would only happen on that, you know, little area near the highway. So you think the horse is sort of like the frog in Bugs Bunny? Oh. Hello, my lady. Hello, my, you know, so- Michigan J. Yes. <laughs> well, it's very possible. But I mean, I, I see where they see there's a lot of money here, but they kind of make mention to it that. In order for people to see the horse, they'd have to get hit by the horseshoe. Yeah. Right. Which is almost impossible to really do. No, you just go around the crowd and knock them all out. So you pay you pay admission to see a talking horse, but you gotta get the concussion first to do it. Well, one ticket, please. Based <laughs> on the kids, the brothers, they didn't get knocked out. Doug, reel us in. No, we will no the the brothers. We talk, we can, I guess we, t- we mentioned. Well, you know what? Listen, the brothers already had scrambled egg brains to begin with. Exactly. So I think that's what I was so thinking I think, about. Yeah. So I don't, I, I think that's the difference. I think, you know, because in anything, it might've knocked some sense into them because well, they, you know, they, they got, they, 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 they made it become a horror movie because they ran away from the horse because he was telling too many jokes. Yeah, like this could have been a horror movie. But so now that they have sense, they can hear the horse. They do. That the rules? The, uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Are there rules? <laughs> I don't think there's any rules. <laughs> nah, there's no rules. No rules. I, I do. I did laugh a lot when the next scene, the brothers show up when they're like, "We have to get. I have to get to my mom and tell her not to sell the farm." And he's like, "I have to get my dad because he's gonna want to knock this thing into a mall." And the brothers yeah. like, "We want to win our money back." And the <laughs> fact that it does, guess the card out of a deck, and. Not for nothing. I don't think Horatio is standing behind them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we we need to talk about this. So does he have special powers now? So besides the fact that he's a talking horse, he can he can read cards. Or you can see cards. 
This is the only part that made sense to me. This this scene made sense to you. Please explain. He's behind them. So no, but he. I don't think he was. If you look no. behind them, Correct. it was the end of the end of the fence. Correct. He wasn't okay. behind them. I mean, okay. now that would have made sense. That would have been the smart thing to do. But I don't think. Of they, course, yeah. If they would have leaned against the fence with their of back. Course. And her, of course. Of course. Of course. Well, yes, that would have been that. That would have made complete sense. But no, he. I, I agree with Doug. They, they were. They were. They were facing the fence. The two brothers. Literally, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. He was. He was in front of the brothers. So that just. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. I think the way they were. They were trying to go was if the horse was behind them, but because they only had forty at forty eight hours to film, I right. guess they didn't go back and check it because he wasn't behind them. Because that would make sense. That would have looked so much better. You see the horse like studying the card and reading it and doing it. fine. Yeah. But he, he literally used ESP or whatever to see the cards, which completely did not make sense. Yeah. I, I did laugh because, again, like you said, I think Wes, maybe that's why from this he went to be in two pretty big shows. The one on Netflix, Insa- Insatiable, was pretty big and and on Days of Our Lives. The fact that she does it and she guesses the two cards and then they're like, no, how about you, pretty boy? How about you do it? I love it. He's like, Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll have to take a wild guess. King of Diamonds. <laughs> He's like real serious. I really do think that we- I-, I think Wes was the best actor in the movie. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I I'll, you know, again, given what he's taken, I think. Rank him I- right I- now. Rank him. It doesn't take long. Okay. Rank him. I would say, okay. So I'm going to go Wes is definitely number one. I'm going to go yeah. the mom was number two. Okay. I-, I think she was good. The father for comedy purpose. I mean, uh, the whatever. Uh, Beatles. Mr. Beatle. Number three. Number three, then I go Juliet. Then I go, I go the shorter brother. Wait, no horse? Where's the horse? Oh, <laughs> I barely saw his mouth move. No, he wasn't a good actor. Okay, so let's lay out. Let's go back to something we discuss all the time. Does the horse is the horse in uh, SAG? <laughs> I mean, he had a starring role in this movie. It could have been because even though it's stock footage, that horse walked around for. 40 minutes of this movie I just kept moving does he get paid in carrots <laughs> well whatever 14, 14 carrots <laughs> he, he ate six times in this movie did you not see that hey <laughs> hey hey <laughs> so then I love when Mr. Beatles like they sit at the table, Mr. Beetle, when they go over <laughs> the contract and she's like, I emailed to my lawyers and they loved it. They said, I'd be crazy if I wouldn't do it. But when he goes magic fingers, great decorator, do you cook? She's like, that's the one thing I don't do, but I make a mean lasagna. And then in like a few scenes later, he's like, I guess I'll learn to love lasagna. <laughs> Dude, they're like, they're going to be together, right? You think? Oh, well, hold on. Without a doubt, they're together. But let's go back to what she said. So, number one, lasagna is not easy to make because, you know, you got to make a sauce. You got to do, you know, that. So that's, a, that's a hard meal to make. But if she doesn't cook, what do they eat? Like Julia said, and, and, they don't eat much. And, and Julia said, of course, and she did say typical or something like that in the beginning of the movie. But there's no, again, there's no, what do they eat? There's no father. Apparently, Juliet doesn't cook. You know the brothers don't cook. So now 
you said that there's no animals there. Maybe they used to have animals. Uh, they're eating pigs. pigs. They're eating the cows. So the cows she doesn't cook, so they eat them raw. What? She doesn't cook. So even oh. if there were animals there, she ate them. She ate them raw. Yeah, who's going to oh, cut them? Died. You think she ate her husband too? Well, I don't know. So there's a bunch of cannibals, this movie? All right, now we got a movie <laughs> worth watching. We got a horse comedian and a bunch of cannibals. Yeah. <laughs> He's telling jokes to a bunch of cannibals. That's that's a, that's a good horror movie. I like that. <laughs> yeah, the fact that all the pigs are gone, I don't know. <laughs> so then we already mentioned this, the two Demi brothers, bear, like they've sort of barely hit each other with the horseshoes. Now they can hear Horatio and his bad jokes. And what what about the joke? Again, I get pun jokes. I get it. But is it really funny to mention what a horse's favorite disease is? Because he says, what's oh no, a horse's favorite sickness is hay fever. Hay fever. I'm like, is that really a state? Jerry Seinfeld talking about it. You know what I love? Smallpox. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if that's in the same category. Have you I seen mean, this? Have you seen this? It's hay fever. <laughs> but so so the brothers are more scared of the bad jokes than a talking horse. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, that's a problem is, you know, right there. You know, there, there's no shock value. They, they can hear the horse. It's the fact that he's telling bad jokes. That's the problem. Exactly. They run. <laughs> they run. They run right past them while they're trying to. So Juliet and Wes are going back to the house because they want to stop them. And I love that the fact that they're like, Dad, Wes is like, Dad, you cannot knock this place down. It's special. There's a talking horse. And he's like, in order to hear it, you have to get hit in the head. But he's like, Dad, don't worry about the brain damage. It'll pass. (laughs) Yeah. And again, you think you're going somewhere. Now here's the climax of the movie. You think the movie's called Talking I think Pony? They, I think they already climaxed. Well, not everybody did. Excuse me, but but maybe the, maybe again, the brothers. I don't know. I think I have to change. There might have been a little uh, thing between them. I mean, they they seem awfully close. Yeah, they were, and they also look awfully close in age. <laughs> they do. You were saying about climax in the movie? Oh, I'm just saying, like, so you know, you you they the, the West and Juliet finally make it up to the the mom. Don't sell it, you know, like you you know we. Get, no, the horse is not relevant at all in this whole no, part. At, oh. at all, at all. <laughs> so the point that the horse talks meant nothing. The entire movie. What? No, and the fact that it goes the next part, it was like, son, you're right. This place is wonderful. It's magical. Yeah. How about we open up? Bell and Beatles Wonder Ranch. And yeah. he goes, I'm not only the owner, I'm also a client. And and it's all about the tea and the massage about the ranch, how special the ranch is. No talk of a horse. Like yeah. the fact that this could have been like, like they mentioned Charlotte's Web before, you know, like the talking pig. Right. Or so like, oh, no, they didn't like they could make it like a Charlotte's Web. Like, you know what? You have a talking pig. You know, we have a talking horse. Like people will come to see a talking horse. No. What, what's the conflict of the movie? Well, they're losing the, the, the they're losing a non farm. No one's coming in the ranch. No one's. What's, what's the resolution? No one's going to come to the ranch. 
<laughs> Rich man buys the ranch. Is a talking pony any part of that? Nothing. No. Nothing. Zero. Isn't that amazing? Like, isn't that amazing? Like, really? Like this whole movie, the the, it, the only thing that would have made like made a little bit more sense if like the last scene now Juliet wakes up from a dream and the mom said, "Listen, we're not selling. Uh, I talked to the banker. You know, we're gonna. You know, whatever. Something like oh. that. And that that explains the horse talking. Full dream, front to back." Oh, that'd be like new heart. That'd be like, new. could you imagine okay, if the I, end of the I, I movie I, is her saying, you know what, Juliet, the bank sent the wrong paperwork. It was a computer glitch. We're fine. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make something out of nothing. And I think that's, that's the problem. Like because of the way they ended it with the horse, that to me would be the only resolution. If they're not going to use the horse as a, a motivator for, for saving the, the farm, what else is the the reason for the horse would be a dream? Uh, Horatio, you were there, and brothers, you were there, and we made jokes, and you were there. Oh, like in Wizard of Oz. Well, you know what? I'll tell you how they could have ended it. The fact that Horatio starts going to nightclubs and telling jokes, and he becomes a big star, and he saves the the, the ranch by being a top comedian. That's a better movie. I've seen that on Comedy <laughs> Central already. <laughs> Bojack Horseman. Oh yeah, Bojack Horseman. Yeah, Netflix, <laughs> Comedy Central. Yeah. <laughs> so then again, the, the right after the big news of them, you know, he's going to buy the farm and keep everybody there, so she could run it. They say this is exciting. We have to tell Horatio, and he doesn't even think about it. He says he basically asks Kim on a date. He goes, "I want to try that lasagna." I'm like, wait, they're friggin' kids just said that they're going to tell a horse about this big moment. Listen, they have one thing on their mind. They're not thinking about a horse. <laughs> and I do love Juliet's line, right? Breaking the fourth wall. She goes, Come oh, yeah. on. we don't need another talking horse movie. <laughs> <laughs> or is that what she said? I thought it was like uh, someone would make a movie about this or something like that, right? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. You know, Wes says that. Wes says Wes that people are going to exploit this place. And that's what I thought was going to happen with the brothers. Cause this is a scene where the brothers are running past. I thought the brothers are going to be already there starting to scheme something like, Hey, meet this talking horse. You know what? They kidnapped the horse, the brothers, cause they want to make money. Now we got, now we got a chase going on. Like again, that, that adds a little more to the movie. No. And where are the brothers running to? Because they run past the house and then it's kept running away from the jokes. Away from the buns. (laughs) So then the end of this movie, right from there, okay? So we see the brothers run past. Montage. (laughs) Of Horatio running in circles to stock country music. And then it cuts right to the same montage of Juliet and the horse. And then rolls right into the credits. But not before Horatio talks directly to the audience yeah that's the fourth wall boom i can't believe we got this long of a review out of this <laughs> considering the movie is only 30 minutes long our review is longer than a movie <laughs> all right so let's go to our guest first that was a talking horse pony or whatever to call it tom would you recommend somebody to watch this film um, a normal person? No. 
I would not recommend anyone watch this film. I do hear that it has a following uh, much alike The Room has a following. People are watching Pony Movie and they're watching it and they're they're throwing horseshoes at the screen just like they're they're, they're throwing spoons at the screen of The Room. Wow, so this is like in the realm of Troll 2 in the room. James, I think yeah. we struck gold. So maybe this is a movie that people are going to watch. Wow, At this is going to put us on the map. 22-year-old huh? college kids are watching this movie. Carry on. So he's, I think that's a semi-approval rating. Jamie? I'm going to say nay. Nay. <laughs> so I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. It looks like it was filmed on a cam uh, on a cell phone. It's horrible. This movie is not not watchable. It really isn't. And this is the first movie that I actually had to fast forward a few scenes because I couldn't take watching the water drip anymore. And okay, you know, once I got to a point, I did the same thing because I, I was like, I, right. So yeah. I, 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 after the first like two months, I, I went, I think I made it to two montages of water and horse. And I'm like, wait a second, this is the same. When I realized there was a loop, I'm like, I'm just fast forwarding it. And literally, like, <laughs> like three minutes went by every single time I fast forwarded. Um, and it's the only time I've done that in a review. I wanted to do it a few times in other reviews. But I actually did it here. So I'm going to say no. Uh, there may be a following. I don't know where you're going to find them. You know, they might be hiding in hay or something. You know, I mean, I don't know, you know, but you're not going to. The, the movie's a dollar. I mean, there's a reason why it's only a dollar. Hey. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm going to say oh. yay. So what I was saying earlier is, again, I don't think it would change the way you look at it. But I bet you if you watch this movie, cut down, maybe get rid of the, a lot of the water montages, a lot of the horse montages, I can see this being like a Disney movie or like an ABC family free form. You're shaking your head. No, but hey, I'm going to say I, I enjoyed this movie. I loved Jonathan Whitaker's lines. A lot of the horse puns. Again, they were corny. Some I never heard before, but I thought. He was funny in his line delivery. Christine DeBell crushed it. I, I think I, I, I think it's a yeah, okay. So again, I think part of the problem is the fact that one, it's called a horse and uh, you know talking pony when it's a horse, and there really there there's no need for you if you took the horse out of this movie, the movie stays the same. <laughs> so well, I mean, horse puns, pony oh. owner ranch. It, it, it just it just doesn't I, I, again this, this the story doesn't add up to what they're what you're thinking it is or what the story like so i think to, to, if you even if you cut it down the fact that the horse is is so irrelevant to the movie makes it even worse for me you know okay. listen i know troll 2 is you know in a league it, like you know it's a, it's it's such a following it's such a to me this that movie is leaps and bounds over this movie Wow. Mr. Beetle bangs Kim. That's the movie. Well, that's the that's the okay. Skinamax version of this movie. Does he know the director? Where like his background? Well, David Dakota. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know if Tom does, but you can tell. That's, that's what I'm saying. Do you know his background? We hang out last weekend, so. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, do you know his background? Yeah. What he used to direct? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. What are you trying to say, bro? Do you know? Yeah, bro. Okay, you know. Okay. Put it out. Well, Doug has Doug has the collection is back, you know, in his in his office. Yeah, it's in the <laughs> the closet. It's also like a deck or something. Uh, I, I get you. I, I see what you're saying. So anyway, but that's I, again, that's this is definitely to me, a t- without a doubt, a top three for me, and and one of the lower ones. I have to say, I right, I right. I was more entertained by the Son of the Mask, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> All right. Well. I say check it out. Jamie says no. Tom says yes because there's a following. Tom, thank you for joining us for this. And the next sequel that we are covering is going to require a lot of body bags. And that is the return of, I think I could say R, right, Jamie? Favorite yep. vigilante, Paul Kersey. Death Wish for the Crackdown. This movie is insane. It's our third. It's the third canon Death Wish movie. Is John P. Ryan, a young Danny Trejo, which in that movie, there is a scene that has a dummy Danny Trejo that is absolutely mind-blowing. And, of course, there's no way to review a Death Wish without our personal Charles Bronson and action expert, Andrew I Got the Powers. We'll be back to help us break down this movie. It's Mind-blowing movie. It's crazy the third one, I think. Hold on. So, so Andrew gets Death Wish 4, and you get a talking pony. <laughs> what, what, what's the problem here? Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. This is a <laughs> kid that I'm only, like, related to because of birth. And Well, how else are you related to people? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I get talking pony. He's got the good ones. Come on, bro. Wait, you guys are related? Andrew? Yeah, that's Tom's cousin. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Okay. Death Wish 4. It's free on Amazon Prime. And for Death Wish 4, man, talking about a person that we got to interview, Tim Russ, who has such a, a small early in his career, uh, but important role in Death Wish 4. But most people know him as uh, Lieutenant Tuvok on Star Trek Voyager. He was in Samantha Who, Spaceballs. He was even in, uh, you know, our buddy Rob, Robbie Schaefer's Dick Dixer. Lots more. Great interview. So you want to make sure you check that out next week. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night.